The audio you are about to hear has been extracted from a YouTube live. Peace, truth, tribe. I am author, counselor, and coach Zara Hairston, helping you remember that what? Love doesn't lie or expect you to live one so you can get free and not just get free, but stay free instead of circling back and staying in a cycle from toxic mindsets and relationships. Your tone, your tone. You ever heard someone say to you, uh, it's not what, it's how you said it. Or when you talk to me, watch your tone, yo, like check your tone. Like what the person is saying may not necessarily be negative, but because of the tone that they decided to communicate what they said in um, sounds a certain way, uh, it's hard to be received. And we all do it. You know what I'm saying? Like we all sometimes could use a better tone in marriage and friendship at work. Cause look, man, it is, life is, is can be so very high stress that, uh, it's, it's only, um, it's on, it's like normal to have days and times where, you know what, I could have said that better. That's for everybody. That's for all of us. You know what I mean? But I didn't want to talk about it in that way. As always, y'all know I, I want to give y'all a little pet talk, you know, fill you up just a little bit, fill your cup up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Try to come over here and do these lives to fill y'all up um, when life is draining you from toxic thinking or relationships. Um, but the tone that I'm not, that I'm talking about is not necessarily when you're communicating to people. I'm not talking about that. That's very important. But this video is about checking your tone with yourself regarding someone who seems to uh, not be giving you what you want. So for example, I had an old friend from the past who was always trying to convince her spouse to love her. If I could just get him to see, our marriage could work. If I could just get him to love me, I would be okay. Like I just, I need his love. If I could just convince him. And when I go back even further to the times where I was growing up, you know, as a child, didn't have a dad in my life, knew of him, but some people don't understand you're fatherless because even though you knew who your father was, he was not around, right? And when we have that, we are often looking for someone else to give us that love until we really learn the love of the most high. So way back before the friend I just talked, the old friend that I just talked to you about was myself trying to convince people that I was worthy of love. I was worthy of you not abusing me. I was worthy of you please changing your mind and just treat me right convincing people to treat me right. Convincing, keyword convincing, that is a problem. It's one thing to have a conversation with someone, but when you find yourself constantly trying to convince someone you are worthy of respect, constantly trying to convince someone that you are worthy of love, constantly trying to convince someone you are worthy of them stopping behavior that you repeatedly keep telling them I don't want you to do, right? And that's a problem. And I used to do it too. 
to you, you when you know better, you do better, right? As a matter of fact, when you really know your worth and your value, uh, there are just certain things you won't tolerate. You don't just say that. Sometimes you don't even have to say it. You just, you exude a certain presence that commands it, right? My husband often tells me when we're out in public and we're together, how I walk in the room and it just kind of commands attention. Like it just, it's a certain, mm, she look like she don't play type thing. And I wasn't always like that. It did not come until I really knew who I was. Like I knew my value and my worth. And in knowing that, you're not about to just come up in my presence and think you can act and treat me however you want. It just commands the presence, you know? It just commands it. Um, and it's possible for us to have that. So I wanted to uh, ask you, who have you been convincing lately to treat you right? You're always trying to convince them as opposed to setting boundaries with them so that it will, the boundary will command it. Command it. You know what I'm saying? Um, who is that person that you keep telling them, you know, when you do this, it negatively affects our relationship. Um, you ain't never apologized for doing what you did. You never took ownership or accountability for doing what you did. And you keep trying to convince them to do it. Like, would you please do it? Please. Like, it's almost like you're begging. It's almost like you're desperate. Because you kind of are. When you know your worth, you don't have to behave desperately. Um, and sometimes, you know, some people will listen to this and be like, this is not for marriage. It can be for marriage, too. Sometimes we're in marriages and instead of, you know, setting boundaries, we are all, all the way, all the time, often trying to convince, 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 convince. So I just wanted to share a personal example so you know that you're not alone. There was a time in my life with my husband now where um, we broke up, right? And um, it wasn't, you know, it just wasn't going well. I gave him his ring back. I didn't feel like he could prioritize me. I kept having conversations with him about convincing him to prioritize me all the time. I need to be prioritized. I want to be trying to convince him. You know, it's a difference when we're just telling someone what we need versus we're trying to convince them. Like when you're trying to convince someone of something that is automatic, it's almost like you, it's a desperation to it. You know what I mean? It's like, if they don't do this thing, you don't know what to do with your life. You almost feel like I'm just, I, if I have to try to convince them forever, I'll just convince them forever. You don't ever have like a, a end goal to like, if I don't, if this doesn't change, this thing that is unhealthy for me, you don't even think about like what you're going to do. You're just like, I'm just going to forever keep trying to convince you, which is really, really toxic and unhealthy. So I was doing that with my husband before I knew better, right? We had been engaged. I gave him his ring back because I felt like he couldn't prioritize me. I talked about this before on Transparency the Podcast. And also we have a video called Our Love Story and it talks about our love story on my channel. And um, we broke up, we did whatever. And then, you know, in the chain cycle, the shrink back comes, right? You try to put your foot down and you set a boundary, but then you start thinking about being alone, being lonely. What if I was wrong, right? If I could just convince him to see, maybe he will change his mind and do the thing that I keep trying to convince him to do. 
right? When you have to keep convincing someone, there's a problem. Um, unless that person has betrayed you. Like if a person has betrayed you, they got a lot of work to do. They should be trying to convince you to trust them again. They have to do that. They, you broke the trust. So now in order for me to rebuild the trust, it is a daily practice of mine to keep trying to convince you. But I'm not talking about you betrayed, you know, anyone's betrayed, you betrayed someone's trust. I'm talking about you just keep trying to convince them. You haven't done anything unhealthy. You haven't done anything to hurt them. But yet here you are, the one being hurt, trying to convince them to love you. It's very backwards and toxic, right? So we're sitting at um, <laughs> KFC. Back in the day, we used to go to KFC all the time. And I had wrote this letter. I had all my points because I just knew. I was like, if I could show him in a word that this is in a word, he will believe me. I'm, I can convince him. I'm going to get everything down on this paper. I did a Bible study. I proved it. And I'm like, I just if I just got one more time to show him, he will see it. He will see it. This is my shot at us being together forever, happily ever after, right? So I asked him to meet me. He was hesitant because we had already broken up. We meet each other at the KFC, and I'm reading the letter and hitting all my points. And the whole time he's sitting there looking at me like, and even said something to me that was uh, more hurtful than he had before I said it. And I think he kind of noticed a little bit of my desperation, you know? And one thing that I've noticed about, you know, um, the male species, <laughs> I don't want to call them a species, but man is they don't like no desperate woman. They don't like that. You know, you may not be a desperate woman because I wasn't, but if you're behaving in a desperate way, they don't like that. That's a turn off, right? Like you too available. You too, you're doing too much, right? And um, while I wasn't a desperate woman, I was behaving desperate in that instance because why do I have to convince you to prioritize me, right? If that's not already important to you and we've already had that conversation, why am I trying to convince you? The tool to use is not convincing. It is boundary setting and keeping. Set the boundary and keep the boundary, not keep trying to convince the person. They're the ones who are, you know, doing something that is creating conflict or an, an unhealthy relationship, right? So you set a boundary. You don't keep trying to convince them to treat you right. You're worth more than that. So I did that. He looked at me a little sideways, a little up and down, a little crazy. And, um, you know, he's just like, you know, I... I your points is actually valid. He didn't disagree with them. He just didn't want to do them. He made it clear. I'm probably not going to do that. And uh, devastated, devastated. We walk away. He goes on to his life. I go on in my life, you know, and then another set of events occurred, which is in that video about our love story. But the point that I wanted to uh, make to you is that when someone loves you, and is healthy for you, you don't have to convince them to love you, right? The, if you're finding yourself convincing your someone, whether it's a spouse or you know, you're in a relationship but you're not married yet, or it's a family member, like a mom, I'm just I want my mom to love me. I want my dad to love me. I want my sister to love me. Why would you love me? Just please like doing these desperate things to get them to love you. And they're not, that's a sign that. You probably have a toxic mindset and most likely have a toxic relationship. 
because true love, you don't have to keep convincing like that all the time. We even do this with the most high sometimes, constantly trying to convince him to love us, constantly trying to like just convince him when he already said, I love you. And if you just confess your sins and you repent, I will cleanse you from all unrighteousness and we can move forward. And yeah, you may have to make some changes. Yes, there may be some repercussions to your actions, but I still love you. Why do you keep, why do we keep having this conversation every day? A lot of that is often rooted in guilt, shame, and very, very low or little to none, zero self-worth. That's when we behave like that. So I just wanted to ask you, who are you constantly uh, trying to convince? Just trying to convince them all the time. Change your tone about yourself because the tone that you're giving yourself is one of desperation. So rebuild your self-worth and your value. Get to know the things that are important to you, that are valuable to you. Let the boundary you set with them command the attention so that you don't have to beg for someone to love you or be with you or marry you or stay with you or fix the relationship. Set the boundary so that it will command that attention without you trying to take it or control it or beg for it or be desperate for it. You're worth so much more than that. So I just wanted to leave that tip with you because what kind of love uh, do you have to uh, keep convincing to love you or treat you healthily when you're not the one who is behaving unhealthily or you're being you know, toxic to them? but you're begging them to stop being toxic to you. Begging, begging them does not do that. Setting boundaries can put them in a position to fix that and correct that. But just begging and being desperate about it usually just enables them more. It is a supply for them. I'm gonna do a video soon about narcissistic abuse. It just feeds the thing in them that makes um, them behave the way they are. You're not you're not quenching it, you're actually feeding it. You're making it grow and you're making it, you know, more powerful and, and a lot worse. So yeah, just want to leave that with y'all. Peace, um, Nayoka. Peace, Tiffany Moore. Peace, Kiara Branch. She says, this message is right on time. Is it still? Because I know it's probably something different than what you thought. Tiffany Moore says, yes, we have to be conscious of that. Juanita Ya says, Shalom, sis and fam, peace. I see Tiffany Moore saying, ah, yeah. She's like, I didn't know that's what you was going to talk about. <laughs> Y'all's friend, Stefan. Hey, y'all, praise y'all. Peace. C. Shell says, hello, peace. Yeah. Uh, Corinda Shockley says, first time watching you live. Peace, Corinda. Thanks for checking me out. I know I'm a little litter. Y'all see it's dark outside. It's been a very long day. I usually try to go live later in the day. Um, but I'm like, let me just do this live now because it was just, it was a very busy day, y'all. Very, very busy. Tiffany Moore says, I never looked at it from that point of view with y'all. Yeah. If you're begging, that's probably an internal thing and have much to do with the other party involved. Yeah. Yeah. Kiera Branch, great message. I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> Now, you can say, at this moment, the one I'm trying to convince is myself. You know what? That's good, though, when you got to convince yourself, because that's a form of 
positive affirmation. You know, I send out affirmations to my email subscribers every Monday. The people that I work with, um, with coaching, I they need to say that every day, at least for a minimum of six days. Um, and those affirmations help you convince yourself and retrain the thinking that you don't have, retrain your brain to believe some things about yourself that you haven't been believing. So that's actually a good thing. This one, the negative connotation of trying to convince someone in this case that I'm talking about is when they are not healthy for you, they are not making steps to change, they are not uh, really showing you, showing you any interest of wanting to correct their behavior, and yet you keep trying to convince them. Improper tool at a place. Uh, the tool you want to want to consider is uh, setting boundaries. So I hope that helped you. Hope that filled your cup up a little bit, especially if you're dealing with a toxic relationship or mindset. And you can visit zaraharrison.com slash help me for a list of resources that can assist you even more than this video or look in the description. Until next time, I'm Zara Harrison, helping you remember that love doesn't lie or expect you to live one so you can get free and stay free. <laughs> Don't get free and then go right back from toxic mindsets and relationships. Until next time, peace. Thanks for enjoying this podcast episode. Keep pressing to break free from toxic connections and or mindsets. Subscribe and join my email list at zaraharrison.com for more resources. Y'all bless.